good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Thank that's, you. That's not how that goes. Oh, well, if you want me to do Truman Show. Uh, oh, I thought that's what you were going no, for. No, I just was rambling things. Oh, okay. If you want me to do Truman Show, it would be, good morning, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> that would be Truman Show. Good movie. Solid performance by Jim Carrey. Shockingly. But that's not what we're talking about today because you know what? The Truman Show is in the past. It's mid-90s past. And what we want to talk about is the year 2016. In the year 2016. <laughs> wow, okay. It's an old Conan O'Brien reference when he yeah. did that. In the year 2000. Yeah. <laughs> um, We're going to talk about 2016. Even though it's barely started, we're still in the first month. Because we feel like it, we want to talk about movies we are excited about coming out this year. Yeah, that was our and, that was our New Year's resolution. Yes. To be and, more excited about movies that may or may not <laughs> suck. And because this isn't really worth wasting God's time on praying, you know, it's like it doesn't matter if these movies are good or bad in the long run for the sake of all mankind, necessarily. And so we're just hoping <laughs> That these movies are good and are better than some of our anticipated of last year that ended up um, disappointing us miserably. And so... Wow, was that an understatement. Yeah, that it's, it's, I don't know all the words. I don't have my thesaurus here to look for words worse than like miserable or synonyms to miserable. But um, we're just going to go over just a handful of ones that... Just based on maybe some, you know, maybe it's a teaser trailer they have out yet. A couple of these have full trailers um, out already. Some of them just have concept art. That's all we have so far, just because they're keeping it so under wraps. Um, Which is sometimes a good thing. Sometimes it is. Uh, It's okay when you don't know a whole lot, because then you go in with less baggage. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and talk about some of ours. Um. Just one on my list I want to bring up right away is this one actually doesn't come out. Have to wait just about – this is, I think, the latest movie on my list. It doesn't come out till like, December 21st or something like that. But I'm excited about Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Now, you're all going, are you kidding me? You actually are holding hope that a video game movie is going to be good, especially one from Ubisoft when they're who did Prince of Persia. You know, in that movie, he was terrible or whatever. Well, first off, yes, Prince of Persia wasn't that great. I wouldn't call it terrible, but it wasn't great. Prince of Persia was also trying too hard, I think, to stay to do what it did. <laughs> I don't know. And I think it just had the wrong director and it had the wrong studio, Disney. Yeah, I think. it, And uh, it just nothing about prince of persia work but why i hold more hope in assassin's creed is that michael fassbender is starring in it he's producing it and it's going to be in the assassin's creed world that we know with the animus machine but he's not gonna it's not going to be a specific character from the video games that we know as of yet that he's gonna he's gonna be a whole new character um, that we don't know of yet in fifth, like the 15th century, I believe they're still going to go to the 15th century or something like that, which is where 
some of the games take place. Um, and so I just think those things are giving this one a little more hope than some video games we've seen, video game movies we've seen in the past, like Prince of Persia, Doom, go all the way back to Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> which killed video game movies for a long time. Yeah, there was, I think, I think the problem with video game movies, some of them are just straight up cash grabs. That's all yeah. they are. Prince of Persia was. Yeah. Uh, there was a cash grab where they threw Hall in the lead going, hey, he's really hot right now, you know, and I mean, girls maybe think he's hot with a shirt off, but I mean like hot, popular. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and... some of them don't really get thought through that well. Some of them tried to combine stuff from the games, which is just a bad idea. Yeah, and Fassbender just keeps saying that. He goes, you know, we're going to use the familiarity of the game that you know. Like, I saw, like, a photo from the set, and it was funny because one shot was him sitting on top of a roof, you know, looking down. Which of course, you do a lot in Assassin's Creed. But another shot is they were down on the ground going by a haystack. Now, if you've played Assassin's Creed, you know what that means. We're all hoping that he did a sweet eagle dive into that haystack. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. There's just certain things like that um, that just make me hope this one will be uh, a little better than some have been in the past. In fact, there's some other video game movies. I mean, we got Warcraft. That was weird. Okay, so... Um, Warcraft comes out this year. I don't think it's either of our more anticipated movies of the year, but, well, yeah. Anyway. I don't think really anyone's <laughs> excited to see that. I don't know what they're thinking. And then Splinter Cell's coming out eventually with Tom Hardy, although I think that's going to be more a 2017 movie, is my understanding. I haven't heard much about that as of late, but I know I don't, that... I don't even think that has started shooting yet, has it? No. No, it's like, I mean... It's like at least 2017, but I know Tom Hardy's still planning on doing it. Um, but Assassin's Creed is one I'm definitely holding out for. Dakota, do you what is uh, what is one you're really looking forward to this year? Okay, <laughs> he's got to get his fancy little legal sheet ready. Well, one of the ones that I have actually. Uh wasn't too excited for until i saw the trailer was independence day resurgence yeah yeah i am i'm excited about that one but kind of hesitantly <laughs> yeah it was one of those things we heard about it for years we're gonna make a sequel to independence day and then about two years ago i was pretty sure it just wasn't gonna happen <laughs> yeah a lot of people and then when they announced that oh we're shooting the movie a lot of people just kind of groaned and rolled their eyes like really guys why yeah, I thought when they said they were starting to shoot, I had the same reaction I had when I heard that they had started shooting a new Fantastic Four movie. I thought it was a joke. And then they started showing pictures of these people on the set making the Fantastic Four, and I still thought it was a joke that they were actually making it. And sure enough, they were. And it was the same thing with Independence Day. I thought Roland Emmerich was messing with us, taking these pictures. But here we got a trailer. <laughs> As I recall, you thought the same thing in Batman vs. Superman. I did think that one was going to be a joke, too. Yes. Yeah, when they announced that Ben Affleck was going to be Batman, I think a lot of people were hoping it was just a joke. It did seem kind of like it was going to be a joke. Uh, but yeah, Independence Day Resurgence. Uh, what gets you? What what got you excited about that one, Dakota? The trailer? No, I just I just missed me some hot Jeff Goldblum action. 
Yeah, he better have his chest hair flaring. That's no. right. He had the gray chest hair by this point, I guess. But No, I'm kidding. He's he's okay, but he doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, Bill Bowman does it for me, man. He's going to be in this movie, too. <laughs> you know what? The trailer just looked really interesting. I felt the same way. Like, when I heard there was a trailer, I'm like, here we go. And then at the end, I was like, okay. Yeah, that the, could maybe work. The trailer came out. We had a slew of trailers come out at one time. Yeah, for all sorts of movies that are coming out here in this this upcoming year, and this is one of the few that actually didn't disappoint. Got got me interested. It's the one that actually grabbed my attention the most. Yeah, yeah, that it's very true. Um, and 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 I and I like. It's in the trailer when uh, I don't remember who says it was Goldblum. Something about we always knew they were going to come back, and that is what everybody you you all kind of you felt at the end of the first movie. It's like okay, they defeated this this mothership and stuff, but it was like you knew there were more, just because of the fact that uh, President Whitmore, where he's probably not going to be the president anymore, obviously. Um, referred to them as locusts, you know, that just move on from planet to planet, sucking up resources. So you knew there was probably more out there and that maybe they were going to come for revenge or like a try again, <laughs> whatever it would be, depending on how emotionless or emotion filled this alien creature is, if it's for revenge or for just try again reasons. Um, yeah. And so it'll definitely be interesting. Um, I don't know about you, Dakota, but I am okay with Will Smith not being in it. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. But. Well, he was the heart and soul of the original movie. He's Ooh. the heart and soul of the original, but he's not the heart and soul of anything as of late. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, definitely going to be an interesting movie. And definitely, it's this is a movie I just don't feel is going to be very middle ground. It's going to be one of those where you're going to leave and say, wow, that was pretty good. Or, well, that was disappointing. <laughs> You know, or whatever. And who knows, there's always a chance that Randy Quaid could show up again. We never saw his body. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, yeah. So, Independence Day Resurgence, that's interesting. Yeah, hopefully they're taking this movie seriously and they're not just kind of, oh, let's make a sequel because we can. Right. So, next we're going to do one that's actually a, that we both are anticipating and have, I'd say, high expectations for is a, a little movie coming out in May um, with uh, some blue people in it. And it's not a Smurfs movie. Um, it's blue people that are also mutants. <laughs> and, in fact, one of the blue people is the world's first mutant, and he's going to be the bad guy in it, and his name is Apocalypse. And he is so bad that his name is part of the title. X-Men Apocalypse. This comes out, I think, like around Memorial Day. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Which... The I, the idea is supposed to be that this guy is just so evil, they they gave they gave his name to describe the ending of the world. That's how bad he That's is. That's how bad and powerful he is. And if any of you were smart enough to stay to the very end of a Marvel movie, which you should always... <laughs> There was a post credit scene that showed Apocalypse as a boy actually building the pyramids in Egypt with basically an outstretched hand making all the bricks float into place. So you're kind of led to believe 
No, it wasn't the Hebrew slaves. No, it wasn't aliens. It was a mutant that built the pyramids. Or is he a Jedi? Oh, or is he a Jedi? Yeah. And then off in the distance, you saw these four people on horses referring to the four horsemen because Apocalypse always picks like kind of four powerful people to be more or less henchmen in a sense that he called, they call the four horsemen, obviously referring to the four horsemen of the Apocalypse. And in this movie, it seems like it's going to be who? Magneto? Uh, Storm. Those are the ones they seem to be yeah. alluding to. They kind of say. implied that Archangel would be one. Yeah, but maybe that, Archangel. It's hard to tell. That really make any sense. It's... Storm and Magneto are the ones I caught for sure yeah. that seem like they're alluding to. Um, uh, Jean Grey, maybe. Jean Grey would be a definite one. Uh, they show her in the preview as having, as a teenager, having the vision about it all. And so I don't know what they're going to do with her. Um, but this movie's really going to be the X-Men trying to stop the world's first mutant, who is basically the end of the world comes with him. And so, yeah, it, it'll definitely, this is, Dakota was talking before we started this show about how Brian Singer didn't think it would ever get to this point to where they would be using Apocalypse in a movie and in a way that he wants to and not the studio <laughs> just pushing it to happen like Venom and <laughs> Spider-Man 3 or something. And, uh, yeah, so it'll be really interesting. See, especially coming off of Days of Future Past, which, again, wasn't a perfect movie, but was definitely one of the better movies of 2014. Yeah. And so, uh, and the other thing that's great is that we only had to wait two years for a new X-Men movie, which I'm more than okay with. Yeah, Brian so. Singer usually, can, he kind of, once he actually starts working on a movie, he will actually put it together pretty fast. The problem is he takes forever, like, planning, yeah, making sure his, everything's just right. His pre-production visualing, visual, visual planning stuff takes a long time. But you're right. Once he actually starts going, it seems like he doesn't spend a lot of time in post-production. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, we're filming. Oh, it's done. You know, <laughs> and it's like, whoa. So, because it, it seemed like they just announced that Oscar Isaac was hired to be Apocalypse practically. I mean, it wasn't. And then now here, like, they've released pictures in Empire Magazine, Entertainment Weekly, and they had trailers, and the movie's got to be done by May, you know, which means they're done filming, and they're probably doing post-production work. And so it's just, uh, yeah, quite crazy to think about. So, yeah, X-Men Apocalypse is another one. Um, another one I had on my list. I think, Dakota, you have this one, too. Captain America Civil War, is that that's on your list? Um. Yes, yes, it was. It was okay, so maybe he didn't have it on his final list. I have Captain America Civil War on my list. I'm well. I figured you were going to bring it up, so yeah. I, I kind. I of... mean, I literally have a Captain America backpack sitting beside me. I'm wearing a Captain America watch, and what a lot of people don't know is my undies right now are Captain. America. I was kidding. <laughs> um, I do enjoy Captain America quite a bit. I have liked Captain America for a long time, and I was one of the people that thought. Captain America, the first Avenger was an awesome movie when it came out <laughs> because a lot of people go, yeah, I like that movie. Like now they like it, but a lot of people had, didn't have as much love for it when it first came out, but I always just thought that movie was really cool. And I liked it was a period piece, but I'm really excited for this one just to see. I just hope it works. Honestly, I just hope they're not like rushing the idea of a civil war that it feels earned 
this whole fight between Captain America and Iron Man, um, let alone everyone else. But obviously those are the two that are going to be more the focus of the Civil War because they'll be the leaders of each side. And so, yeah, it'll just be really interesting to see what they do with that. This will be opening what is usually referred to as a summer movie season, May, you know, right at the beginning of May. This comes out, so we'll start our movie either or start our move uh, bleh, summer season either with a bang or with a eh. <laughs> so um yeah but I don't know it seems like this one could be pretty good and uh, the Russo brothers did a pretty good job with Winter Soldier and they're doing this one too so yeah we'll see what happens pretty cool pretty cool so what do you got Dakota? All right, another one I have. This is this is one I'm really, really, really excited for. More Ooh, so after watching. Release. More so after watching The Force Awakens, and I'm referring to Star Wars Rogue One. All right, yes, Rogue One. This movie comes out, I think, in December. Yep. Also, and uh, yeah, what's kind of what are they? What's kind of the setup of this movie then? It is going to cover how the Rebels got a hold of the Death Star plans. Um, the Death Star plans from the first movie, Death Star. Yeah. Yeah. So this is almost going to be somewhat of a prequel. Yeah, like a prequel slash parallel story to A New Hope. <laughs> yeah, we're going to finally see what these Bothan spies look like that we've been hearing all this fuss about over the last... 30 years yeah so this will be interesting and this there's almost in a way as much weight i'm not gonna say more weight i think it's just as much weight on this movie as on force awakens for it's pretty important for the star wars universe that this movie works just because this is the first of its kind yeah, it's going to be a Star Wars movie that isn't a main saga story. It's going to be just a standalone film, folks. A standalone film involving events of New Hope, but yeah, this will be a completely um individual Star Wars story. And so this is their first outing in this to see if if this is going to work. Um what's cool about this one is they're they've uh if you were on like a short list to go to a few different events that they held, they showed some real quick teaser footage apparently of like um, an X-Wing going over a forest. And then in the distance of Skyline, you could see that the kind of looming Death Star where it wasn't just like a moon in the sky. It was like the whole horizon was like wow the Death Star there. And so they were saying that was a shot from the movie. They showed us a real quick shot. And then they described it as a war film that kind of the the genre they're looking to to, to give the feel of this movie will be kind of a Black Hawk Down slash Saving Private Ryan type feel. So it would be kind of cool to see, you know, how that works with a movie like this. You know, they release other concept art of like uh, trooper ships coming down and dropping guys and going back up. You know, whatever they call those type of ships in the Star Wars world. And... uh yeah, it could be a real interesting, interesting movie with a really multicultural cast of people, which is another kind of new 
kind of a new thing for the Star Wars universe to do is kind of more multicultural and then have a woman leader of the group with uh, Felicity Jones. This is kind of a big <laughs> deal for her, too, I would think. I mean, what else has she really starred in? Oh, I can't think of anything. Off I mean, the she top played Stephen Hawking's wife in Three of Everything and got a lot of acclaim for that, which I think probably helped her get this movie. Um, but yeah, that definitely does look like a like a pretty good one. It's going to be interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, another one I'm really looking forward to is uh, this year. It doesn't even have a title yet, but it is coming out because they're filming it. They're just calling it Born Five right now. But the next Jason Bourne movie is coming out this year. Matt Damon is back. Paul Greengrass is back. Those are the guys who did. Well, Matt Damon obviously was Jason Bourne. But uh, Paul Greengrass is the one who did Bourne Supremacy and Bourne Ultimatum. And uh, they both decided they were going to, they've worked together outside of the Bourne world now. And they decided to come back and do another Bourne movie because basically fans were begging for it. Fans have been begging for it, but especially after the Jeremy. Renner movie, they really were like, we really want Matt Damon to come back now. Well, they did kind of leave the ending of the third one up in the air. Well, there was definitely more to do. It was just like Matt Damon at that point didn't want to come back, yeah, which was fine. But now that he is, yeah, bring I, it. I'm honestly surprised they didn't just recast him. That seems seems like the thing to do now. Yeah, that would have been a bad idea in this case, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Born Five is really like I said, we know nothing yet except I there's like a few screenshots out there of Matt Damon on set that really don't say anything. Um, but it'll be cool to see where they take that, and I really hope that that ends up being uh, holds up to the standards of uh, the other three that Matt Damon was in, which are uh, really solid movies. That was a really solid uh, trilogy that he did there. So yeah, Dakota, you got any more that you're kind of looking forward to this year? Um, well, there's two big ones that I've been excited about, and they kind of tie into each other. Yeah, okay. Um, the first one will be coming out here in just a couple months. That's Batman versus Superman. Yeah, that's a March movie. We only have a few more months till that one, which is crazy. About time, because I am ready to see this movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they did release a trailer, um... A few weeks ago that a lot of people were saying gave away too much about what the movie's going to be about and a quote unquote another villain in the movie. But honestly, that that just got me more, more excited to see it. It's like I want to see I want to see how these guys take on Doomsday. Um, There's a lot of talk going around around about other members of the Justice League showing up. In this movie, uh, for sure, Aquaman will be there. We we have like one picture of him. That's it. We don't know what sort of role. And he's it's gonna... black and white. Yeah, we don't know what sort of role he's going to play in this. Uh, from what I heard, uh, we're going to see Martian Manhunter, one of my favorite favorite characters from the DC universe. <clears throat> Possibly the Flash too, right? Yes. Finally, we will get to see Ezra Miller doing something flash related uh, he's been he was hired to play the flash i think it was a year ago wasn't it something like that yeah yeah it, he's he was hired like a long time ago to pretty much play the flash and we haven't 
we haven't seen like anything from him yet. Sure, they just got a director not too long ago, but yeah. So that is probably the most my most anticipated movie that I'm just really looking forward to. And then one that ties into it, which is supposed to pick up right after Batman vs Superman, is Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide Squad, which is uh, August August movie. Yeah. Which you could say August. That's where they throw the throwaway summer movies. But I'd like to remind you that Guardians of the Galaxy was an early August movie. So you can't always shrug those off as the throwaway as the throwaway month because uh, I think we all know how Guardians of the Galaxy did. Yep. Uh, straight out of Compton. Didn't do as, as big, as big in numbers. But that, was, that came out in August too and it was still really popular. Yeah, it still was yeah, really popular. Yep. Yep. But so what in the Suicide Squad, for those people who don't know what that means, Dakota, are they people that get together and kill each other or kill themselves, <laughs> I guess, to be called the Suicide Squad? Or what does that mean exactly? Well, they are criminals that the U.S. government has pretty much locked away. And what they decide to do with them, they're all they're all trained. They all have special skills that they decide that can be useful. So the the plan is to get them together as a team and just kind of send them out to do the government's dirty work. And the idea is that should something go wrong, the government's going to be free of blame because it's these supervillains who are doing this. It's not the government. And probably the most the most well-known supervillain in this group is probably Deadshot, I would guess. Just because a lot of the other ones are ones people haven't really, unless you're really into comic books, know. Like Captain Boomerang, <laughs> the Enchantress maybe a little bit, and Harley Quinn. I yeah. guess a lot of people know Harley Quinn because of the animated series. She was. Uh, she seems to have a huge following, and the closer the movie gets, the more they're, they're just... <laughs> the more they're just chomping at the bit. Yeah. And they picked an act, an actress that a lot of people right now are really excited about seeing more of her, and so it's kind of a twofold in D in DC slash Warner Brothers favor because not only are they finally bringing a lot of um, nerds, comic book geeks favorite one of their favorite villains to the screen, but also it's a lot of people's right now favorite go to actress, and uh, she also kind of has the right look in a way to play Harley Quinn. And so I think they're hoping, you know, that it'll just kind of work all around. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah, both those movies caused me to hesitate a little bit. <laughs> just, uh, I don't know. I don't trust Zack Snyder anymore with, uh, the stuff he's been doing. And so I don't know. We'll see what happens with Batman versus Superman. And, uh, the casting of Suicide Squad scares me to death. And so uh, that could either hurt or hinder that movie, just depending on how those actors end up, I guess, playing with each other in that ensemble. <laughs> to, be, so. to be honest, I'm actually... I actually don't really consider the cast all that important. One of the reasons I'm excited for this is David Ayer is directing it. Yeah, and that's why I think the ensemble thing could work is that that's what a lot of people thought was best about Fury is that those guys had really good chemistry with each other because he 
he worked really hard to make them build that chemistry of a tank crew. And so maybe that's what'll help. So Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure that Suicide Squad is probably gonna be one of the more darker movies that come out this year. Yeah. Yeah. So that might I don't know, we're gonna have to just kinda And I I think that the success or failure of Suicide Squad could affect uh, if Justice League Dark will actually happen or not. I think if Suicide Squad does well, DC might go, well, maybe people do kind of like these kind of weird, darker takes of, you know, more than we realized. Because Justice League Dark is, they're heroes, but they're kind of like, nah, they aren't the ones you necessarily want. <laughs> yeah. to have help you <laughs> it's a good thing Guillermo del Toro has a script already then yeah and so because I mean they talk about someone to do that I just think that I think maybe they're gonna wait and see how Suicide Squad does and uh is the Joker supposed to show up in Batman versus Superman that we know of um or they, no. they're saving him for Suicide Squad it he, seems like yeah he's he's actually there's a lot of talk about uh He's supposed to play a bigger part in the movie than they've, they've let on. Well, and then there was that leaked footage that Batman is apparently going to show up in Suicide Squad. Yeah, they... Um, Maybe just for a scene, anyway. They actually talked about it in... Um, Zack Snyder's the one who brought it up. But apparently, after the events of Batman vs. Superman, Superman... or I'm sorry, Batman kind of decides to get his act together and hunt down his, his rival... And that's that's he's um, Ben Affleck is actually supposed to play a bigger part than just showing up for like one scene, I guess. So, hmm. but yeah, it kind of makes me wonder if that's going to be early on in the movie. Then, yeah. Well, there's there's uh, in the trailer from what you see the the Joker mobile that uh, <laughs> yeah that ridiculous <laughs> purple Lamborghini thing. <laughs> yeah, the supposedly that's supposed to be at the very beginning of the film. Oh, okay. And he, obviously, Harley Quinn somehow ends up in the custody of the government. Um, that's in a jail pro- cell where they give her way too many things. Like, she's, like, dangling from the top <laughs> of the cell. Like, that doesn't seem very safe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that'll definitely be interesting. Uh, I definitely have more interest in that than I do the other kind of anti-hero type movie that comes out this year, Deadpool. I don't really have a whole lot of interest in that honestly that one might be a little too on the nose really to i think it's gonna make a lot of money just because of the hype and the cult following yeah that's but i don't know if it's gonna <laughs> there was a deadpool video game that came out a while ago and it was fun to play but it was too much deadpool there was too much breaking the fourth wall and him talking to the the player and I think they'll be careful about that in this movie, but I still don't. And then just, uh. he was just just yeah, he was just too. He was into the ladies a little too much, I should say. Yeah, and I I honestly just Ryan Reynolds is yeah. So anyway, um, another one that I kind of hope will be good. Um, it's. It's hard to tell because it'll be so different from what they've ever done before. Is Doctor Strange? Yeah, that's... it comes out in November, and uh, this is a this is gonna this is a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. 
Um, and, and Benedict Cumberbatch is playing uh, Stephen Strange, Doctor Strange. And, uh, yeah, it's basically a brain – what is he, a neurologist or brain surgeon, whatever you want to call him, who yeah. becomes a sorcerer supreme. And so it's going to involve magic even more so than Thor ever did because Thor's magic was almost still in a weird way had a reality level to it. Whereas Dark Strange is straight up throwing mystical looking stuff from his hands and things like that. I mean, it's going to be pretty, I mean, it's like, yeah, <laughs> this is going to be Marvel seeing if they can actually pull off this next level. I mean, they've pulled off these other types of superheroes, you know, like like Thor and 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 Iron Man not looking weird, you know, flying and doing things he does and and things like that. And and I mean, they've done it a little bit with Black Widow, some of that shooting energy from the hands <clears throat> type thing, but this is a whole other level cuz this is like this is flat out magic. Yeah, this uh, this and, is taking a big step into the fantasy realm here. Yeah, this is yeah, this is just <coughs> yeah, it's all the way there, and so uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, the casting is interesting. I think Benedict Cumberbatch could could work. He definitely, you know, in the in the things they've released, he looks fine just be interesting to see how he acts it out you know who would have been perfect for this character but he's way too old at this point who's that Hugh Laurie there you go yeah and uh Cumberbatch he's proven that he can pull off an American accent with Black Mass it wasn't he he was in that right yeah and I because I remember seeing him in the preview and he would like talk like he even had like a what a Boston accent, I think, yeah, or something. Yeah, he, he and was so, definitely using the Boston accent. And so, I mean, I, I, I'm guessing he'll probably have an American accent in, in Doctor Strange. And then Tilda Swinton is going to play the Ancient One, which I think is an interesting casting choice, too. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. But that, that one could, uh, like I said, I mean, magic. You know, this is a big leap for Marvel. This is... Uh, how far will the audience go with us is kind of what this is because you got to remember that if all these movies tie together, it's going to, I mean, if Dr. Strange doesn't work, what do they do? Just have them disappear or <laughs> with the Hulk movies, re, re find a new actor and wait a few years to reboot but the character. It's not even like an actor because I don't, I'm not, it's, it's more just like magic, <laughs> but maybe, maybe I'm, Maybe it'll work better than I think. Just having magic mixed yeah. with the rest of the Avengers. I, I think that was one of the problems the makers of the Harry Potter movies kind of faced because the way the spells are described of in the book and then the way they kind of show them are are different. And I think, I think, I think they kind of said to themselves, "Well, let's make it let's make it a little more a little more realistic and have it look like." I don't know. In some of those shots, it looked like they were firing lasers at each other. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, do you have any more on your list, Dakota? Um, that was pretty much my whole list. Yeah, I pretty much hit all mine too. I mean, you know, there's a couple others coming out this year that some people are excited about. Like, uh, uh, Disney has their live action Jungle Book. 
Um, Paramount's releasing their third installment in the Star Trek series, things like that. Uh, either, apparently, neither of us <laughs> have decided to have those in our short list. Or Tarzan. Yeah, and so uh, there's those two. But um, like I said, you know, we're just, I mean, th- this is another pretty big year for movies in terms of Star Wars trying something new. Marvel's trying something new. Jason Bourne is coming back. DC has a slate of big things coming with the dawn of the Justice League and a super villain team. Uh, yikes. There's just a lot of crazy new, new, well, new old ideas kind of coming into this, into this year. So yeah, be interesting to see what happens. Hopefully I'm going to be honest with you. I was a little let down with this last year. I mean, we both had movies that we were hoping were going to be good and, just didn't you had minions that just i don't know what was going on there yeah, and but... i really the more the reason i hope that'd be good is just because i knew my kids would want to see it but yeah then that was we... terrible they're then... not gonna see that movie <laughs> <laughs> then you had the uh just huge disappointment that was fantastic four <laughs> yeah that was a that movie was a disappointment before it even came out <laughs> yeah <laughs> so... thanks josh trank yeah that was just kind of weird and awkward yeah and then one for me that i'm still kind of kind of reeling over specter made a ton of money still it made a ton of money and the people you know there's people defend it and i mean you even admitted in the review that there's good elements to it yeah there's there's good parts but Um, it was just such a such a weak note to leave on the james bond franchise because daniel craig is done that was it Probably, yeah, he's probably done. So, yeah, that's kind of. Hmm. But he left on a higher note than Pierce Brosnan did. So, yeah, <laughs> and Roger Moore. So, and Timothy Dalton. So, I guess he's doing okay. So. But not not George Lazenby. George George Lazenby left on top. Yeah, well, you just hold that movie in a, a lot <laughs> higher esteem than a lot of people do with Honor, Majesty, Secret Service. But, um. Yeah, I mean, there's some there's movies this year where you could pretty much count on them probably being at least entertaining. It's just a matter of if some of these movies will actually live up to the expectations. Yeah, like we don't know how Daredevil or sorry, Daredevil Deadpool is going to be. It's going to make a ton of money. We know that. Yeah. Whether or not it's actually good, it'll make a ton of money. F- ton of money. Ton of money for an R movie, I think. Just because I mean that's that's the bottom line. It's being it's an R-rated movie. Yeah, I um, think I think the problem is though, the trailer appealed probably to teenagers a little too much, so you know they're gonna try to see it. Yep. Some theaters don't really enforce the the R the oh could I see some ID thing. Some do. I know the theater here in town is kind of hit and miss on that. Yep. They're yeah they're pretty good, but yes. Um, it's kind of hard to watch everybody too, and who's actually with their dad and who's not, and things like that. Um, but yeah, and so yeah, we'll see. And then there's ones like Independence Day Resurgence that could literally go either direction. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but it should be a fun year, and we're excited to uh, bring more bring more movie talk to you, and and see these movies, and uh, and weep with you, laugh with you. Um, be angry with you jump in the air for joy with you and so uh yeah hopefully you 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 stick around and and watch for us 
Uh, best ways to do that are Facebook. We we post a lot of I, you know we we try to put a lot of movie news on there and bring up things uh, to keep you updated on things we hear about. Obviously, we put a stuff about our new episodes on there too. But you could should I didn't say could I'm say you should subscribe to us on YouTube or iTunes or uh, one other podcast way that you listen to subscribe. It's a good way. Give us feedback. We like that too. Good or bad. Give it to us. So, yeah, but with that, we'll close this show of things we're excited coming for this new year. So, yeah, this is Steven. And this is Dakota. Keep the change, you filthy animals. Yeah.